Welcome to the June 2023 edition of the Presale Pulse, a real estate show dedicated to everything happening in real estate across Metro Vancouver and the Fraser Valley. As usual, I'm your host, Ryan Lalon, and ladies and gentlemen, give it up, crystal ball of real estate markets, Susanna Gonzalez. Oh, now's a good time to have a crystal ball, although most of, most of ours are broken. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, yours is working. Uh, absolutely. Uh, all right, let's jump in. We have a big month ahead. We're excited about this one. Suze, let's tune into some of the real estate intelligence out there. What are the macro factors that are trending right now? Well, very top of mind is recent movements in inflation and what that means for our market. We had a brief break where it seemed as if inflation was no longer a daily news story, and it seemed things were beginning to cool down. Yeah, and that had almost an immediate impact on the marketplace. Uh, we were feeling it immediately. Yesterday felt like a different day than the weeks previous. Uh, people saw the rate pause and thought, is it at the end of the cycle or are we actually beginning a new cycle? I think that that'll be the topic of conversation over the next 30 days. This has really driven an uptick in sales volume in recent months, but it's going to be really interesting to see how that impacts drive and demand over the next 30 days. Yeah, but the truth is, right, though, there were a lot of promising signs of cooling. We need to maintain this downward path for an extended period of time before we can get to the target inflation of 2%. And you're talking about the cooling of inflation rate? Correct. Uh, and I think the most recent inflation report called uh, that goal into question somewhat, showing a surprising uptick after months of downward movement. Now, this is a reminder that we are still very much in the midst of navigating the recovery, and there's a lot that can change still. For us and for buyers particularly, there was an immediate reaction in the bond markets and therefore in fixed mortgage rates. Yeah, and I, I think that's right. And as opposed to the variable rates, which are a reflection of today's rates, fixed rates are that representation of future expectations. And when the expectation is that rates will remain higher tomorrow, fixed rates tend to move upward. We're also filming this the day after the most recent Bank of Canada rate announcement. Although most economists expected no change to rates this month, and in fact, no change to rates for the remainder of the year, they were definitely wrong. The Bank of Canada announced 25 basis points increase, paired that increase with the usual summer slowdown in the real estate market, and we should see things level off before we move into the fall market. Now, as more and more people do come up for renewals, Sue's, I think we're going to see more stress and strain on the system on homeowners. This could lead to potentially more inventory finding its way onto the marketplace. That's been a challenging pain point for the market over the past 12 months. That does mean that there is still ample opportunity in the market for those with cash. So the two takeaways here are this. The Bank of Canada raised its overnight interest rate by 25 basis points, which will impact the prime lending rate and variable rate products specifically. The second is that the bank will continue monitoring inflation dynamics and obviously continue to evaluate excess demand, wage growth, pricing behavior, all to achieve that inflation target. The bank is not afraid of continuing to push rates higher. And I think that that's catching some Canadians uh, a bit on the back foot. Well, let's move now to our pre-sale market. Ryan, what is happening out there? Last month was huge. Uh, it's, a, it's nice to have some highlights of this. I'm really excited to talk about the data from last month. Now, last month we did highlight how demand has a snowballing effect and that demand for real estate generally leads to more demand for real estate. And while that seems to have rung true over the last month as sales activity has increased from April, making five consecutive months of increasing market activity this year, we're excited about that trend. Yeah, this has, of course, supported programs that have launched over the last two months. Now, one that comes to mind is Bailey by Streetside on Main Street. Launching mid-May, this six-story wood frame program is now reporting over 50% sold. With blended pricing in the mid-1300s a square foot, they're offering product at a price point that often isn't available near Kiwi Park. Yeah, overall, I think there's a lot to be excited for, Suze. Let's dive into some of the May pre-sale stats. 
uh, and hit future projects while we're on the topic. All right. So let's talk about the pre-sale activity we saw in May. Like the resale market, pre-sale activity remains elevated, continuing to rise from levels in early spring and winter months. Sales gallery visits and sales flow have continued uh, to be strong through the entire month. Yeah, and it's it's pretty clear that suppression in demand we saw over the last year was primarily driven by uncertainty in the market rather than unaffordability stemming from interest rates. Now, we're seeing a lot of transfer of wealth purchases right now in pre-sale. Parents purchasing homes and assets for the kids down the road given ongoing affordability concerns and future interest rate predictions. Now, looking at the stats, seven pre-sale projects launched, bringing just under 650 units to market. Same month absorptions was a strong and stable 40% and new high for 2023. And for our own programs, it's been interesting to see how even with the majority of inventory absorbed, a lot of our programs are on the tail end uh, of their life cycle, demand has remained quite robust. Now, I'm not surprised that newly launched programs are doing reasonably well. This is creating a lot of discussion in boardrooms about programs potentially coming in the fall. Right. Now, in June, we're forecasting eight pre-sale programs that are going to bring just under 1,200 units to the marketplace. Some of these programs, uh, such as Como by Strand, Earl, Sylvia 3, and Gardenia, have already begun writing. Speaking on Como for a quick moment, this is Strand's highly anticipated second tower with 250 thoughtfully curated one, two, and three bedroom homes. Now the design of Como mirrors the quality and attention to detail that has made Alina so successful. And like Alina, Como will include Strand's signature Sky Spa that was so well regarded when we first launched that program uh, last year. Now, I think that we need to spend a little bit of time talking on sales strategy as well as we are just pushing into the market as we speak. Now, originally intended to be a limited release of 75 homes with early purchase opportunities, initially offered to Strand's past purchasers and realtor partners, Como is garnering considerable interest. If you are interested, make sure that you click on those links below. Many of those homes on those initial leases will not last long. Okay, so the takeaways here are like resale markets, pre-sale activity remains robust. Developers with active inventory are seeing strong absorptions and rising values. In addition, tight supply conditions of pre-sale product continues to support the limited programs currently in market. This is putting a spotlight on new launches that are able to bring highly desirable small form product. And last but not least, go and register for Como. Yeah, get it done. Now, up next, let's talk some of the pre-sale projects that are coming soon. Yeah, up next, uh, let's talk about Earl by Shard Developments. Uh, this project held realtor events in May and will start writing in early June. Now, located in East Vancouver, this four-story wood frame project is another addition to the growing list of smaller scale developments we've been seeing along that sort of Kingsway, uh, Broadway corridor. So prices start in the $600,000 range for one beds, and we think the overall blend is in the mid-1100s. Now, you know, Seuss Chart has been an interesting developer to follow. They are a major developer in Victoria and have a growing portfolio of commercial and purpose-built rental developments coming soon in the Lower Mainland. Their diversity has likely been a strength over the last year as they're able to hedge against shifting market demands. Yeah, I actually think 1100 bucks a square foot is pretty good value for Vancouver address. It feels cheap. It feels pretty affordable. Now, back on, on sort of shard developments, the primary ways you diversify as a developer is through geography and asset class. Developers who have taken steps to diversify are able to achieve a more consistent cash flow and are typically better positioned to launch product during market uncertainty like we have right now. Now, the pre-sale market in Metro Vancouver continues to gain traction as demand remains robust and buyer interest persists, paving the way for an increased release in inventory in the fall. That's something that everyone is excited about. So let's focus on resale now. Love it. Let's do it. Uh, the temperature in the market continues to rise, beating out expectations. 
There were just over 3,400 resale transactions in May. That's 24% more than what was recorded in April. That's a big jump. Uh, it's a move. It is. This also marks four months of rising demand and sales numbers in this low inventory environment. Now, we are seeing more listings coming to the market, so this will provide some relief to the market. This is in addition to the higher interest rates and the seasonal summer slowdown. June numbers are likely still to be strong, but we will see July and August decrease. Suze, you're absolutely on it today. If you had asked most people at the start of the year where we'd be today, few would say that we'd be expecting current conditions, but that will plateau a little in the summer from our expectations, especially with some of the rate shifts that we've seen and some of the buyer confidence likely to shift as a result of that. Yeah, now prices continue to trend upwards. Home prices in Metro Vancouver have already surged by approximately 6% across all property types at the halfway point of the year. Although our year-over-year -year numbers are still mostly in negative territory, so there is lots of room to see prices rise still. Now expect to see this trend continue, especially as sellers remain on the sidelines. I mean, ultimately we're bullish on the market, primarily because there's a significant lack of inventory and that's causing a significant increase in price appreciation so far this year and those trends are likely going to continue. Yeah, absolutely. Well, on that note, it looks like we've reached the end of another episode of The Pre-Sale Pulse. Hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And if you haven't already, be sure to check out our Newswire, a daily email roundup of everything breaking news in the world of real estate. Thanks for tuning in everyone and we'll see you next time on The Pre-Sale Pulse.